This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations with influential members of the community that you need to know. This episode is brought to you by Mill Creek Financial Consultants. At Mill Creek Financial Consultants, we offer more than just financial planning. We develop a relationship with you that helps you avoid common missteps, make confident decisions, and put your assets to work so you can enjoy the peace of mind that comes from financial security. Don't delay your important financial decisions any longer. Schedule a time to meet with our Mill Creek Financial Advisors and begin the journey towards achieving your dreams by visiting MillCreekFinancialConsultants.com. No investment strategy can ensure peace of mind, assure profit, or guarantee against loss. Securities, products, and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, member FINRA, SIPC. Hello, everybody. This is Sue Dick with the Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce here with um, somebody who just even prepping for the podcast continues to just blow my mind, everything she's involved in. And I know it's our listeners, you're going to walk away uh, with more information and also inspired and really motivated to go out and continue to, continue to do the great work that our business owners and our members do. So I am here with Ashley Guy, founder and owner, Tallulah CBD Mushroom THC. Ashley, thanks so much for coming in. Hey, Sue. Great to be here. Well, this is exciting. I, You know, there, like I said earlier, there's so much information that we're going to just jump right into this. But before we talk about your success, successful businesses, tell us a little bit about you, how you found yourself here in Tallahassee, Leon County, and really what secret of your success has been. Yeah. Well, I moved um, from Seattle to Tallahassee four years ago. My uh, husband at the time uh, took a job with True Leave, and it brought us here um, to the great city of Tallahassee. I love the city. Before, I was a teacher um, at an alternative high school, and I didn't ever see myself as a business owner. I just saw myself as a teacher. But then the move um, gave me some different ideas. I didn't feel like teaching anymore. I felt like making a change. Um, and I saw an opportunity in CBD. I had read up about CBD, and I had tried tried it for my arthritis in my hand. I have arthritis in my hand that's been bothering me for about ten years. Um, so I was using the CBD, and I was I was thinking, this is something. I'm on to something here. And everywhere I looked around town, I didn't see um, a business that I could get CBD from. So I thought I'm going to start my own. CBD store. So I opened Tallulah in 2019, right before the pandemic, and have just grown ever since from one store to six stores in three and a half years. And it really transitioned from lots of pivots from CBD to adding in kratom, glass pieces, float pods, a kava bar, um, lots of different products and exp- expansion. Well, I mean, Ashley, I think that's that's impressive, especially when you talk about pre-COVID. I remember we talked the, the year COVID hit, and I remember just being fascinated and just you had said business has been so strong. So there's reasons that we can talk about that. But again, for our listeners to really kind of get the understanding of the footprint that you have, where are some of your locations? Yeah, um, the flagship store, Tallulah CBD Mushrooms and THC, is on Market Street in the Market Street District area. Uh, And then Bannerman came next. There's a store up in Bannerman. And then we have a a great location in Railroad Square with float pods, a new store um, in Midtown where where Soto, the donut shop, used to be, and then also a second spot in Bannerman Crossings that's a a big kava bar, and then also a Thomasville, Georgia location, which does really well. And the great thing about Tallulah is each store is really successful and does well. Um, It's just a great 
wellness brand that I've been able to to build. And I really um, get excited about Tallulah and building a business and um, just making it, doing as much as I can all the time. I never stop. I never step back. I'm always moving forward. I just had my truck um, wrapped and it's in extreme wrap. It's a Tallulah branded truck and I'm excited about that and just really looking for opportunities all the time to um, grow the business. Well, and you, you pretty much went out and found the information on the product line. I mean, we can talk about as a business owner, because so many of our listeners are business owners and they own their own business or they're trying to determine how to expand, what can you uh, advise to them or lessons learned along the way that you would share with our listeners that are chamber members um, as far as how you've been able to grow your company and maybe some of the mistakes you made early on that you learned from and and really just I want to pass forward because I know you've said that you are out there supporting so many businesses. Anything that you can do to spread the word and give advice, you do that. Well, when you start, you don't need, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anyone. I just had myself to start the business. And along the way, the chamber found me and I've been a big, um, I've been really supported by the chamber and different things. But you can start a business with just your idea. You don't, nobody has to say it's a good idea. Nobody said, hey, Ashley, great, great idea. Open a CBD only store. They said the opposite. They said, you're a teacher. You're a mom. You don't know business. What are you doing? I said, well, I'm doing it. And I opened um, the store and I just had a credit card and I put everything on the credit card because as you know, um, maybe you guys don't know, but a new business owner has a hard time getting a loan. I mean, there's not a lot of money out there, especially for an industry like mine and someone with no experience, no business degree. So, and not a lot of resources because I was new in town. So I just put, you know, um, 20,000, it came up to 40,000, I think, on the credit card. But I paid it off as soon as I could. And yeah, I had interest, but that's what built the business. And um, just building, um, building through that. And today, I still have trouble getting loans because the industry is highly regulated and people don't want to, um, the, the money, the banking system with THC products is very restricted. So even today, through my expansions, uh, now I've used a credit card and then I just I just pay it off and I don't have um, a lot of friends I talk to. They look for investors and they look for partners or they think they need angel investors, that type of thing. But I've actually found the most success in just listening to my intuition and not having to answer to someone else, not having an investor and having to check in with them with what I want to do. I just do what I want to do, what I think is right. And that's really powerful. I don't have to check with my husband, we're divorced. Um, I just do what I feel is right. And a few times, like I've looked at different locations and really explored different options. But then at the last minute, I would say, no, I don't think this is right. It doesn't feel right. And then I've gone a different direction. So it's okay to try different things out and then decide not to do that. But I'm always exploring options and I'm not afraid to try different things and use different techniques to leverage myself. And then I'm also not afraid to grow. When you grow quickly, people think it's exciting. They think, wow, she's doing something right. How did she during COVID open, you know, two other locations? How is she, you know, prospering? When you are able to grow quickly and get excitement for the brand, generate a good um, employee, employee pool, um, and really have people buy into your brand, it's 
it's really great and the momentum will drive you forward versus some of the other businesses in town, they'll have one store and then I see like the momentum dying out after a year, a year and a half, especially with restaurants, just because they're tired, they're maybe burnt out and they're not really out there networking as much as they could be or advertising. I've really been big on the billboard, advertising and just getting out there and trying to network, spread your brand, build excitement and just... Um, do your best because I really only had one shot at this after I um, gave up teaching. It's not like I come from um, a background of money or anything like that. And now that I'm um, single, I, um, well, I have a boyfriend, but um, now that I'm on my own, it's comes down to me. So um, really have to, you really want to go big and go strong and keep, keep working it. There's no time when you just want to sit back and say, oh, I'm at three and a half years. I'm just going to head out of town and take some breaks. I'm still driving forward and working hard. Well, you know, I think that's great advice. I think um, so many, I hope our listeners listen and then pass this on to other individuals they know, because that's why as a chamber of commerce, we do this. We, and, and you had mentioned some of the programming that you're involved in and that you support, whether it's our Access Tallahassee or you're in a leads group or you come and, and listen to Dr. Jerry Osterjung that is free to our members, uh, business builder, mentor program. But, I, you know, so obviously you're, it's in your DNA. You are highly um, motivated, inspired, talented in your own way. Uh, and I think uh, not everybody is like that. So maybe what you can do is maybe offer up you might have made a mistake along the way in three and a half years. Maybe what surprised you? What mistake did you make? And how does, or maybe you didn't, um, but we always are learning, each and every one of us. So maybe you can just look at one of those examples and see what you did or how that moved you into a space that you didn't expect to find yourself and how you kind of maneuvered through that. And now looking back, how, how, how do you build off of that as well? Yeah. Well, the industry that I'm in, the smoke shop industry is highly male dominated. So I was just in Vegas. Every booth was run by men and the industry, you're just from your distributors to your product sales guys, everybody is male dominated. So learning how to navigate that world and then use advantages I have to um, find some, some helping, helping hands. So like Tallulah isn't your typical smoke shop. Um, people who come to Tallulah, um, don't think they're, you know, in the typical, you know, gas station smoke shop. So um, just having a nice, warm presence. And then now that the brand has grown, the employees are more finding, um, they come to me. Whereas before, the biggest mistake I made was it was really hard to recruit employees to work in a store where they weren't sure. I would get a lot of um a lot of people say, well, I don't know if this will look good on my resume. I'm going to be a teacher. I can't work at Tallulah. Um, I would get a lot of people who looked like they wanted to work in a smoke shop, whereas I was building a brand that was more of like your everyday um, feel-good brand. So just trying to build up your brand and staying true to your brand is really important. You have to know your brand and what you're going going for. Um, so like Tallulah's brand is health and wellness, cutting edge products, THC, mushrooms being on trend, and then having an ex accessible store where people can come in and feel invited and friendly, nice employees. So I've stayed on brand the whole time. And even when I couldn't find employees to work, I just had to work seven days a week 
you know, until 9 or 10 p.m. with my daughter. And you just have to, to do it until you get to that point when you don't. So it's it's rough. But then, like, now I feel like I'm in the best spot I've ever mm -hmm. been in. I'm able to step back from each store because they have good leadership at each store. But it wasn't it wasn't like that. And it took a lot longer than I thought. I told myself, like, after the first year, like, I can't continue like this. I'm going to burn out. But really, the three-year mark is really when I saw some turnaround. So, and knowing that, I mean, the three-year mark was, that's so interesting because we hear that from businesses on, on so many fronts, you either make it or you don't make it. So as you move forward, and we think this is just a unique trend that we're trying to ask business owners to pass forward that information, we're in a different time in the economy and just so many types of trends. So as you plan, are you planning on an yearly basis now? So for instance, that, you know, that standard question of where do you, where's the company in three years? Where's the company in five years? We're finding as a chamber, we're talking to businesses, that that time frame is different depending on who you talk to. So for you, as you plan out, um, do you just kind of, because it's moving so fast, are you on, a, on a, an annual basis? Like if we did this a year from now, do you think you'd be further along than you thought you would be? Or what are you trending or planning for? It's really tough in this industry because it could change. The regulations could change at any moment or the economy, something could happen. Um, but I'm pretty confident this year, but with the recreational um, landscape on recreational marijuana, that could change everything next year. So I'm ready to make pivots if necessary, but for the rest of this year, I have it pretty planned out. But 20, um, the next year, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, that standard question of what do you, um, what do you find yourself thinking about? late at night when you finally do get to bed? What's, is there something that just presses on your mind? I'm not going to say worries you or scares you, but what, what does that look like for you? It's still hard for me to deal with employees sometimes. So it's usually um, employees that I'll be thinking about at night. And sometimes in business, you want people to work out and you really like them and you, but it's, they're not the right fit for your business. And that keeps me up at night. It's really hard in this time to get good employees and to find them and to keep them, but then to also let them go. So letting them go is also very important to do. You don't just want to keep people around um, who are bringing your company down. So that's pretty much the weight on my chest all the time. It's, it's difficult. And if you can um, give the two to three characteristics of the employee that has worked best for the culture you've built someone who is using the products they are invested heavily invested in the industry and then they're reliable and trustworthy okay well you know this uh, we have a tremendous reach with our our podcast and and we know individuals and in, in not only just in leon county but neighboring counties and it's important that you get that message out as well and we know you're doing it through your avenues but we're happy to to be able to spread that for you especially as you you're so successful and working so hard uh, and contributing to our local economy. And I guess the question is, so what's what's on the horizon in the wellness arena? Mushrooms are super, super hot right now. So you have functional mushrooms, which can help or they may help prevent Alzheimer's. I um, have trouble with focus and ADHD. So they've been really great for me um, holistically. So I take the mushroom gummies and the tincture 
um, and the drinks. The mushroom drinks are amazing. And then you have the legal trippy mushrooms as well, which are making a comeback. This is not psilocybin. That is illegal. We do not sell that. But there are some other mushrooms that are available now that are safe and you can try. And it's great with our mushrooms because you can micro dose them. So you can start really small. Uh, mushrooms are super hot and they're trending everywhere. Well, Ashley, what um, what would you like to say to our, you are here in our community and we're glad you're here. It was a long uh, little road trip from Seattle to find your way here. But um, what would be your message to the community or the business community as, as someone he, who lives here and that you've invested in the community and you also give back? Uh, we've talked about the support you've given to our Access Tallahassee program, our other businesses. What would you, what would like, what would you like your uh, parting message to be? I would say get out there and network, 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 but also support your fellow business owners. For instance, yesterday was Sunday. I had a pedicab I scheduled with Mike um, from Pedicab, Pedicab, My Capital City Pedicabs. And then I went to Railroad Square and set up an art session with Pixels and Pigments with Kayla. Did that with my daughter. Um, that night, I went out with Brianna from Breesafe. I'm just trying to, when you give to other people, they will give to you. I see a lot of business owners just asking people to use their products or to support them, but that's not the right, the right way to do it. When you support someone else with your money and your time, they will come around and support you. You don't need to ask people. I don't say, come into Tallulah, try a mushroom product, try a kava, kava drink. I say, how can I support you? What do you need? And it's usually they need money. So you're usually needed to buy their products. So I support them first, and then it comes back around to me. And I've been doing that the second I moved into Tallahassee. Any store, any anywhere, you're building relationships, and you're supporting, especially as a female, a female I support uh, women-owned businesses. Um, I focus on that often, but any business is great too. And just building those relationships through supporting them, not focusing on what you need, but focus on what they need and check back in with them when they say they're struggling or they need a second job. How are you doing? You're, you're there for them. And then in turn, they will bring you business. Mm -hmm. well, that's wonderful. Ashley, I think a lot of our listeners, if they haven't had a chance to, to see you or meet with you, will probably want to get in touch with you. So we're, we're, where can we they find you? I know you're moving around a lot. Or what's the best website or just to learn more about your company? Uh, and we'll close on that. Yeah, our website's TallahasseeCBD.com. You can email me at TallahasseeCBD um, at gmail.com. Thanks for having me, Sue. Perfect, Ashley. Thanks so much. 